What are the mistakes healthcare sector entities make in their security risk governance efforts? I'm Marianne Kolbesek McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Afsal Bashir, CISO of IT solutions provider Versatile, who was previously at Stewart Healthcare as Director of Information Security and Risk Management. So, Afsel, based on the work you've previously done at a healthcare provider organization and what you're seeing in the healthcare sector in your current role, what are the key mistakes that you see healthcare entities making in their information security governance programs? I would start with role of the leadership. Obviously, it's important to have a leadership buy-in and sign off on an information security program. But leadership needs to be consistent in their variance process and ensure all business areas are adhering to overall mission and information security program and goals. Another area that's challenging for healthcare organizations is the adoption level at the care point, where there's inconsistency between technologies and care staff. The care staff really is focused on providing the care to their patient and not on technology. So the technology must be easy to use in providing effective care. There's a balance between technology and care objectives. That's a key. And often technology adoption is slow if properly not implemented. Risk management is lacking as well in organizations, not only within the business, but in IT as well. Business units and IT teams do not often recognize the importance of engaging IT at the beginning of any initiative. And not having that risk management at the beginning can lead to a greater downstream risk. So whether that's in-house application development, vendor onboarding, a new technology implementation, or SaaS solution, risk factors need to be determined at the onset and recognized by the leadership before signing any contract. And including in that should be the appropriate mitigation controls and who's responsible for those controls and mitigation actions before launching any initiative. And this is further compounded by many organizations not actually having risk management tools and the use of those tools, not just within information security or IT, but across the business. So, Afzal, when working with healthcare organizations, what sorts of gaps do you see between security governance required from a regulatory aspect versus how that translates into the operational needs? So, it's very common to see organizations have gaps between their policies and procedures. What the policies indicate often do not translate to operational procedures. It's not uncommon to see one business unit have a different procedure than another business unit or not have a procedure at all or not knowing where the procedures are stored. Data governance is lacking in capabilities for identifying their sensitive data locations, and even those organizations that might have the tools, the process is not implemented across the board, and most just do not have the resources to implement these processes and have proper procedures to follow up with data owners or the users. Most organizations don't have security staff that is properly trained from a security operations perspective, so they either have 
limited coverage or none at all. So, Avzal, as you know, there's growing pressure for healthcare entities to securely exchange patient health data, whether it's with other providers or with the patients themselves. Regulators will be scrutinizing those healthcare organizations and health IT vendors that participate in so-called information blocking. What do you see as some of the top challenges among healthcare entities having in terms of their ability or their willingness or bottlenecks or hurdles in terms of securely exchanging patient data? So this is an interesting rule because The way I see it is most organizations are already facing challenges in securing data, and this rule may seem contradictory to securing information. So it will be challenging for information security professionals to educate their organizations to recognize these differences, and they will need to be extremely clear in their messaging. Organizations will need to review their current health information exchange environments to review if there's any discrepancies which could be interpreted as a discriminating with the information blocking rule. It will be challenging for these organizations to meet these requirements, especially if the rule is set to be implemented in 2020, which is an aggressive timeline. And there are penalties associated with these rules. How will these penalties be determined is yet to follow, and it's unclear. But in general, though, the organizations will need to review their current adoption to HIPAA rules and review their policies and contractual obligations and ensure they're in alignment with the information blocking rule. So, Afzal, when it comes to efforts to securely exchange health information, are there any technical or technology issues that seem to be preventing the sort of secure exchange of health information that the regulators are expecting? And any advice about getting around those issues? Yeah, I think many organizations that are large enough to do development in-house They are still struggling with multiple EHR systems and how to find common way to associate that data so it's easy to share. So I think from a technology perspective, that's one of the biggest challenges. And it will be extremely important for information security leaders to not only review their information governance, but also understand these technologies and the data flow and have their IT teams understand these requirements, especially where application development is involved. And it's not just at the IT level, the patient care staff will need to understand these rules and be consistent as well, knowing and understanding the exception rules that are associated with information blocking and the important factors for patient care. So overall, what do you see as the top cybersecurity challenges that are facing the healthcare sector right now? Is there something that's number one and any top suggestion for addressing that challenge? I'll touch on, you know, obviously cybersecurity is it's a large challenge for every organization, not just in healthcare, but I'll, I'll touch on three points. We often use people, process, and technology together. Your users can be the weakest link in this chain. Even the savviest users or IT professionals alike can be fooled by a well-crafted phishing attack. Unfortunately, this happens more often than one might think. So it's extremely important for organizations to continuously train and educate their users. Information security individuals need to personalize this to the end users 
So the user has a personal stake in it in the learning process. In addition, I think performing phishing attack exercising using some common software that's out there can be helpful. And it's also an opportunity for information security and the organization to determine their human risk factor. Second, having process and procedures that are consistent and regularly updated. It's not uncommon to see one business unit, as I mentioned earlier, not knowing where the procedures are or having different ones. But also, we notice that procedures are not updated unless there's an audit or risk assessment, and they are left untouched until the next event may occur, which may not be a positive event. Third, I would say technology. Patching is one of the most important parts missing in operations from a security operations perspective. Having legacy systems that are out of date that cannot be patched, data governance, as I mentioned, having tools to know where your sensitive data is and how to secure that data. Security operations is a big challenge for healthcare organizations where organizations need to fill these resources with talented individuals and forecast appropriate funding. For many organizations, this may not be possible, and they may need to look at outsourcing this to a managed service provider because they just may not have the capabilities to run a 24-7 operations in-house. And finally, you recently moved into the role of CISO at a vendor. Why did you make the move? And what are some of the top priorities now as a CISO at a vendor versus at a healthcare entity? So that's excellent. It's an opportunity to interact with different businesses and different organizations. Each one brings a different challenge, and that's an opportunity to think differently and be creative. It's also a way of giving back to help other organizations. It's quite common to see organizations have amazing IT talent and brilliant engineers, but often there's a lack of overall information security umbrella and governance. So our hope is to deliver that to companies who are not capable of having these resources in-house. And even you know, from experience, organizations that do have information security professionals, sometimes it can be challenging because the challenges are the same and having someone from the outside look at those challenges can be helpful and enlightening. Thanks, Afzal. I've been speaking to Afzal Bashir. I'm Marianne Kobasak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.